Lose 50 kilos and fulfill your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Yeah, welcome to another edition of Radio Chaser. Joining us today, we got Charles, Andrew, Zoe, and Chaz. And guys, we got a very big breaking news story about a snake on the loose in Sydney oh, coming up very soon. Yes, it's absolutely terrifying. But <laughs> sound terrified, Charles? <laughs> no, it is terrifying. There's a two and a half meter snake on the loose in Sydney. Okay, okay, no spoilers. Keep on going. What are you saying? Anyway, but first of all, I just, I just want to talk about. If you're having a lousy Monday, you know, say maybe, you know, you're being eaten by a snake or something. (laughs) Which could happen in Sydney today. Spare a thought for the poor staffer in the Prime Minister's office this morning who, you know, was in charge of sending around this top secret memo of all the talking points that the government was going to make today. And just to send to, you know, the, the minister's and all the senior government people. Instead, this poor staffer did the sort of reply-all style thing and sent it to every single person at Parliament House, including all the media (laughs) and all the opposition people. And even, you know, like the Greens and things like that. But, I mean, the thing is, it was was a list of talking points, right? So, I mean, it's not as if that's super secret. Like, these are the things that they were going to talk about Anyway, well, but uh, in, it included things like you know, here are some tricky questions that journalists could ask if they were really good. But, but, <laughs> isn't this saving time? This is very efficient, I would have thought. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, here's the point. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, a lot of journalists have been sort of thanking the government for the leak <laughs> today. Um, but uh, I'll tell you what, we've actually uh, exclusively here at Radio Chaser got leaked audio of oh. the briefing meeting. Hello, Government MPs. Welcome back to Canberra. And congratulations to Barnaby Joyce. I see you only locked up three staffers during the break. Now, there's been a major leak. It's gotten out that Peter Dutton looks like a potato. I really, I don't know how the media got hold of this. But if asked, just note that the government has made a major commitment to drug testing all potatoes. Any questions? No. 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 Uh, Yeah, um... What if we get questioned about the economy tanking? Oh, that's easy. Uh, Just blame it on Labor. If they hadn't been in power six years ago, none of this would have happened. What about inaction on climate change? It's Labor's fault too. Six years of inaction is because Labor didn't do anything about it seven years ago. Uh, Growing inequality, housing affordability, the NBN. Inequality, Labor's fault. Housing, Labor's fault. And NBN, hold on, just waiting for my email to load. Uh, Labor's fault. Oh, what about refugees? Mm. Uh, Blame it on boats. Voters are terrified of boats. Oh, no, 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 wait a minute. Just say it's Labor's fault. Um, any other questions? Oh, yeah. Uh, look, what if we get asked about how this briefing got leaked to the press? Um, hmm. I mean, there aren't any Labor Party people here, so that can't possibly be Labor's fault. So what do we say? Well, I mean, it is Labor's fault that it's not their fault. If they'd have been here, we would have been able to blame it on them. But since they're not here, it's their fault. We can't blame it on them. So, oh, it's Labor's fault. Labor's fault. Triple M's Radio Chaser. Now, I don't want anyone to panic, right? Mm. But there is a 
2.5 metre boa constrictor on the loose in Sydney right at the moment. How, how do we know this, Charles? We know this, well, earlier today, uh, the, what's it called? The New South Wales Department of... Boa constrictors. <laughs> no, no, it was it protected species, or invasive species, that's what yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, they seem different, protected sent, and invasive. Send this letter around. It's, it's an hilarious letter. Scott Charlton did it. And he said, look, um, there's a boa constrictor on the loose. We know this. We haven't seen it, but there was a huge... Shed snake skin okay. found on a property in Tarumba Circuit. Oh, so it's a naked snake. It's a naked <laughs> snake. They're the angriest um, kinds of it, snakes. But it does note um, they are not venomous. No. No, they just strangle. Just strangle. They just strangle their prey. Yeah. It says <laughs> they are a serious threat. To wildlife and humans. Right. So as long as you, you don't fall into the category of wildlife or humans, <laughs> then I, I think you're in the clear. Can, can I ask a question? How exactly does a two and a half metre boa constrictor get into Sydney? Like, how does it get through customs? It must have one hell of a fake ID. Oh, like, how does oh, it get there? Yes. Yes. Oh. And what's Peter Dutton doing about the bloody snakes yeah. coming to our borders? Well, yes. you know, they're always on boats, those boa constrictors. Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. Sometimes you get snakes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's the yes, thing. there was a documentary about that, actually. Can, 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 I suggest, <laughs> can I suggest, rather than, like, I want to be a bit more glass half full than glass half empty about mm. this snake, you know, because mm. there are all these warnings about it could kill you. Well, why don't you get people to ride it? Because it would go faster <laughs> than a light rail, I would have thought. <laughs> <laughs> it could fit a lot of people on a snake. Where is, this, where is this snake? I feel like you should, right. you've issued a warning. There's a snake on the loose. It's mm. really irresponsible to not tell us where it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, so it's near it's near Warragamba Dam. It's uh, Cascades Estate is where they're so, staying. Well, so, so we're saying West Sydney. Oh, it's, so it's staying somewhere. Well, it's booked a hotel. <laughs> it's just on vacation, and you're just being really mean to this holiday no. snake because you don't like foreigners. No, but Zoe, I'm I, appalled. The, look, I've got some important information. So racist, Charles. The, can I at least get through this letter? Because okay, keep going. Okay. Keep going. You know, so apparently, if you see the snake, don't approach it. Okay. <laughs> Oh, it's because oh, you don't been. like foreign people. This is a horrible. <laughs> you should approach it. What? Well, no, they said, uh, instead, just take a photo of it. Um, oh, they will. Presumably they of will. it strangling you and then <laughs> post it on Instagram. No, and then, and then they said, and then just let us know where it goes. Take it, <laughs> if you're possible, let us know where it goes by filling out a form online. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect people have different priorities than filling out a form online if they're attacked by a snake. What is it? Western Sydney. They've got panthers, they've got boa constrictors. Just build a zoo, you yeah. idiots. That's where the animals go, inside the cage. I am Radio Chaser. There are bars, all, you know, in 20 city bars all around the world who hold these naked drinking sessions. And the great news for Australia is that Stitch Bar, oh no, have you been to Stitch Bar? It's in the, it's in the city, it's in the CBD. Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's running nude drinking sessions. Stitches are banned. At Stitch Bar in the form of clothing stitches. Yeah. yeah, you're not allowed to wear a stitch. Kind of false advertising, isn't it? Yeah, it's no stitch bar. But, but you've got to bring a towel, apparently. You've got to sit on a towel is the only rule. <laughs> you can sit on a towel and drink in the nude for 30 bucks. But how do you, how do you pay for your drinks? Ooh. Oh, mm, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's... God, that's, that's a good point, isn't it? Really? <laughs> well, you, you just tie... Oh, no, yeah. Where do you keep the... the that's what the towel's for. It's just like one beer is a towel, and then you just sit on a disgusting <laughs> bar stool that's got 
bum germs on it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds lo- I think it sounds lovely, though. But <laughs> Unless you spilled it. You wouldn't do want they, to be a hot drink, would do, you? Do they serve free nuts? Oh, <laughs> hang on. Oh. I, I feel like we shouldn't move too far past the $30 bit. You're saying yes. that you, you pay $30 for the right to just sit there in the nude, and then you pay for your drinks on top of that. Yeah, I, I, well, I don't know if it includes the drinks. Because it costs it... less than $30 to be nude anywhere else. <laughs> but you know the worst part? The worst part about it is you have to drink with people who want to drink in the nude well, at a bar true. in the city. Like, that's imagine true. who those people are, and you have to sit in a bar with them. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you yeah, need they, a lot of alcohol, I would have thought. Well, it's good, it's good for people who are sick of suit bars, isn't it? <laughs> this is, this well, it's a great equaliser. We don't know your, your <laughs> collar. <laughs> That's right. You don't have to wear a tie, at least. Um, you'd probably be thrown out if you did. But look, another pub is, is actually going one step further. Take a listen to this. You've heard of the trend of nudist drinking sessions at city bars, but now one maverick publican is offering an even more outrageous experience. It's a bit out there, but for the first time ever, I am offering NRL players the chance to drink in a pub while wearing clothes. Pub owner Dan Smithers hopes the fully closed sessions will help these NRL players step out of their comfort zones. Wearing clothes in a pub was a totally foreign concept to me. Bonkers! Yeah, at first I felt pretty embarrassed in front of my teammates. Like, my balls are usually dangling in a schooner glass, not in a pair of bloody trousers. But the weekly sessions, known as Sane Sunday, are already attracting NRL legends like Todd Carney. Yeah, I'm a bit worried about wearing pants. Like, what if I piss in my pants instead of my mouth? How mortifying. Next year, Smithers plans to challenge players even further by asking them not to crap in each other's shoes. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, nah, you got to poo in this shoe. This is a fake reporter for Radio Chaser. Radio Chaser. Triple M. We were just talking about a bar, Andrew's new favourite bar that he's um, discovered, where you're not mm. um, you're not allowed to wear clothes. It's a naked bar. You have to pay money to sit in a bar with naked, horrible people <laughs> and drink with them. It sounds like um, it sounds awful, but like I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a nude. I'm not a f- look. I'm not a judgmental person, but I'm just. I feel like nudists. I don't know. I'm not. I feel like I wouldn't jive with them. I'm not into well, nude events. Well, you know. You, you, you've got to. You've got to experience it, Zoe. Before you. I understand your reservations. Mate, are you going to mansplain nudism to me now? <laughs> after our. Oh, well, I expose. It is a sponsor. We need to, we need to respect our sponsors. Oh, Zoe. we do. Okay, we do. Please. <laughs> I, let, let me, I mean, look. I, I spent several years nude during the during the war and everything. As you might recall, I was basically permanently nude during the war and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, like pulling stunts and just being a menace generally. And uh, and like, yeah, there were some moments when it was like. I, I mean, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Uh, for instance, I went on my first date with my future wife. Okay, so there's a happy ending here, right? Oh, that, that sounds wrong. All right. <laughs> I'm on the first day of my future wife, and the next day we pull the stunt on the water and everything, and I, I, won't, I won't explain the stunt because... You don't it, want to spoil it for something that happened 40 years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's very, very involved and confusing and no one cares. But the, the key aspect was I was meant to be nude out the front of Burwood Local Court. Right? No one's meant to be nude out in front of Burwood Local <laughs> I was Court, born just to correct to you. Be nude outside Burwood <laughs> Local Court. And I was. I turned up nude outside Burwood Local And I left my clothes behind a bush nearby Burwood Local Court, as you do, because you know you want to get your, your clothes back on as soon as possible when the police arrive. Problem is the police were a little bit faster than I expected. <laughs> they they were next door, so I probably should have expected them to be quite quick. But anyway, and so I, I bolted 
out to, to get away from the police. And I ran to the first bush, which unfortunately was the bush on the other side of the courtroom. So I was then 50 meters away from my clothes, naked behind a bush. You while forgot your bush. You didn't leave a Hansel and Gretel little trail of whatever... <laughs> Alas, I did not have no. the foresight uh, mm. to leave anything, let alone gingerbread. And, uh, but, um, <laughs> but I, and so I'm cowering behind the bush. The police are looking for me. They're all over the place. My friends are getting arrested at this point in time. Julian and Dom. I wish Dom was here for this one. We're getting arrested at this point in time. Uh, and, and my, the, they, they were clothed, although Jules was nude at one point in time. Uh-huh. And my clothes are 50 metres away. All this next to me is a phone. And I happen, like a public phone just happens to be next to me. And I happen to remember that the girl I went on a first date with the night before lived a couple of blocks away. Oh. And I remembered her phone number. And yeah, and uh, I just thought to myself, uh, let's give it a go. So I called Collect to, to this girl who happened to be home and asked her, can you go and get my clothes for me as I cower naked behind a bush? And by the way, if you get back, if you get here too slowly, I might not be here because I might be arrested. Mm. Well, worse, you, you'd be naked. I mean, she, yeah. presumably that would be the worst <laughs> it's thing. It's kind of a lose-lose scenario for her. I, 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 Cut to cut to the chase. It took many weeks before I could get a second date. <laughs> I mean, the weirdest part of that for me is that you remembered <laughs> yes. her phone number, like who, yeah. like from the night before. Like, commit that to memory. Uh, I, I, my memory is better for phone numbers than it was for clothes. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, look, I can't believe I'm going to ask this, but like one triple three five three. Do you have a nudist experience you care to share that I don't want to hear, but I'm asking for anyway? <laughs> Any nude experiences at all we're looking for. Anything to make me feel better I mean, about my terrible choices. You know, like a bath. We've all done that in the nude once or twice. But, you know, something something out of the ordinary. Uh, Carl's on the line. Carl, how are you going? Good, mate. How are you? Good. What's your nudist experience? Uh, well, you know, when you get married and you have kids, there's a point in time where you sort of say, you know, when is it? Okay to be naked. When is it okay to be covered up? You know? Carl, Carl, <laughs> were, you, were you naked when you had kids? Well, when you conceived those kids, were you naked? Or was, is that what, you, what uh, you're saying here? What's that? Are you telling us about the time you first got naked with your wife, uh, and it was no. after you conceived children? Uh, no, no, we've always sort of walked around the house naked a couple of times, you know, okay. early in the morning or whatever, you know. <laughs> okay, and any particular time? Well, uh, what happened was uh, my young son, who had just turned four, I didn't really grasp how an advanced four-year-old is these days. Mm. And uh, I was making my toast pretty early in the morning, didn't think anything of it, and I was naked. Yeah. And uh, I had my back to him, and um, I heard him call out to mum, mum, dad's bum guys looking at me. Oh, 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 dear. Oh, no. Oh, look, that'll teach you to operate a toaster naked. <laughs> hey, Greg's on the line. Greg, what's your nudist experience? Oh, uh, yeah, I met a girl a year ago, you know. I'm in love and all that now. And um, she gives up my address and everything. And um, when she Googled it up, she showed me that. And uh, you see me out the front of my house, but my backside's all blanked out a little bit. But you can tell it's me and that. No. Uh, <laughs> And she was sort of shocked a bit when she seen it, you know what I mean? But we're still in love and still going strong. So. Why were you nude on the internet, Greg? Oh, I couldn't tell you why. It seemed like a good idea, you know? I feel like that's the essential part of the story. Yeah, I mean, like, let's just, you know, PSA, it's never a good idea. Don't no more naked on the internet. Never, it's never ended well. Okay. <laughs> There's been a controversy yeah. at the Crown Casino in Melbourne. Really? Yeah. 
Uh, at the crown of at all the places. At the casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to believe, isn't it? Yeah. But basically, look, there's been calls uh, for an inquiry after a recent spate of allegations from a limo driver who works at the casino, right? Yeah. And he, this, this, this is all allegations, blah, blah. I don't know yeah. what's real. I just read it in an article, right? <laughs> I'm not, blah, blah. I don't know. But anyway, the driver um, said that staff are expected to find drugs and sex for high rollers who've flown in from overseas wow. to Melbourne Airport in private jets kind of bypassing our kind of customs rules and everything. Can I just say allegedly, by the way? Allegedly, allegedly. Do we have a button for that? You know. Triple M Management assures you that whatever opinion you just heard about a valued sponsor is not at all that person's opinion or the opinion of anyone who works at Triple M. And if the casino people are listening, not my opinion either. Not my opinion. On that note, can I just say that I'd love to hang around with some limo drivers at Crown? Would you? (laughs) Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't (laughs) dub on you or anything. Um, Yeah, look, anyway, look, apparently, so so the accusation is that the casino is a law unto itself and apparently on the inside they call it Crown Law, right? Okay. But look, what I think is if... You know, if they're going to just have laws unto themselves, why don't they just secede from Australia and become their own country, Crown Casino? Welcome to Casino Land, madam. You're almost ready to join our illustrious ranks. Uh, first, you just need to pass this citizenship test. Uh, okay, I'm ready. Okay, what is the national dish of Casino Land? Uh, a, a, a silver tray of tepid frankfurters, um, cigarettes. And antidepressants. Uh-huh. And what is the currency? Um, officially, it's plastic tokens, but your family's life savings are also accepted. Excellent. And what are some of the main occupations of citizens of Casino Land? Oh, um, you, you could be a, a security guy or the woman who has to make very insecure men feel good about themselves in the high roller room. Um, or, or you can be a dealer. Uh, dealer. Can you be more specific? Well, um, there's card dealers and... Oh, there's another one, there's another one. Um, 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 um. Oh, Coke. You can be a Coke dealer. Yes, good. Now, what are the time zones of Casino Land? Oh, uh, oh damn, this one's actually stumped me. <laughs> that, that was a trick question. There are no clocks, no day, no night. It's always the correct time to be at the casino. Oh, <laughs> you scared me for a minute. <laughs> Congratulations. It is my honour to pronounce you an official citizen of Casino Land. Please rise for the national anthem. Radio Chaser on Triple M. Triple M, you've tuned into Radio Chaser. You got uh, Charles, Andrew, Zoe, and Chaz, and we get most complaints about this segment every week. I like big snacks, and I cannot lie. You other eaters deny. And when a girl walks in with an itty bitty chip and a round wagon wheel, in your face you get hungry. Snack. No complaints today, folks, because we're getting healthy. This is going to be a healthy snack. I've got some protein shakes with me. But I know protein shakes sounds a little bit boring. So these are a little bit different. These are protein squeezies. That's exciting, isn't it? Squeezies. Squeezies. They, they look squeezable to me. Oh, protein squeezies sounds so un not okay. Well, just hold that thought. Hold that thought. Because these aren't just any protein squeezies. These are... Iron Man squeezies, because it's from Nutrigrain. Nutrigrain has a whole range of them out. They've travelled a little bit of distance from Iron Man food, I think, to milk drinks. But uh, I just you're using squeezies really casually, like it's a term, like squeezies. it's a, like it's a valid category of, of snack. You, you, you disagree? I disagree. A squeezy. <laughs> a squeezy. It's you not a, what, It's not an established thing. You can't just slip it in. 
Like, okay. Right. Okay. Well, let's just put a hold on that thought because maybe maybe they're going to win you over with the flavors, Zoe. Because right in front of you, as you can see, we have a whole range of them. We've got we've got banana and honey smash, chocolate vanilla flavor punch. But then they ran out of aggressive words because the last one is Nutrigrain flavor. Oh, they ran out of flavors too. <laughs> so, <laughs> let, 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 so let, let's try the first. Let's try Nutrigrain flavor. Get that open. So it's Nutrigrain flavor. Nutrigrain, Nutrigrain flavor, Nutrigrain. <laughs> How novel! Uh, I, I squeezable. I, I should warn you while um, you while you have it while you have it there because oh I've already tried this. Uh, I don't know how if it tastes like oh. Nutrigrain to you. To me, it doesn't taste like Nutrigrain. And let me just just before you just before you render your verdict, let me just tell you what's on the packet. I looked at the ingredients because I thought not much Nutrigrain flavor in Nutrigrain flavor. Turns out it's got no Nutrigrain in it. And I would have um. thought Nutrigrain is something that the Nutrigrain company could get access to. But uh, like, but what it does have is oatmeal puree and cream powder. So what you're actually eating there is baby food. Yeah. What do you think? I was going to yeah. say, I actually feel a bit bad um, now that I've been feeding food like this to my baby for <laughs> yes. quite some time. And I feel like maybe... A, I, I don't know. The consistency is really where it fell down for me, Chaz. It yeah. almost has like, it feels like somebody has like mashed up Nutrigrain in mm. yogurt and then, um, and then put a curse the on it. And um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, not a, not I, a fan. Guys, well, I think it evokes, uh, you know, when you leave Nutrigrain in the bowl for a day or two. And then you come back to the Nutrigrain. Well, know. okay. Well, that, that, that's better than it tastes to me. Let's move on. Banana and honey smash. Uh, now, while you're dr- drinking that, I'll just point out to you that this does say it, you, it makes you feel fuller with protein. And I noticed that on the container, it says, in, after a little asterisk, increasing protein increases feelings of fullness. So in other words, when you eat, you get full. Thank you, Nutrigrain. What, what, what do you think? Well, I, think I think it's good that you'd feel fuller because then you'd ha- want to eat less of this. <laughs> it's a bit anemic for mine, I have to say. Uh, let's move on. Choc malt slam. Ooh, sl- At this Ow, point, bro. while you're having Ow. this, I should probably point out it does look very much like dog poo. Uh, really, really sick dog poo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, you've seen that. No, what, but what do you think, Zach? The, well, the contrast between it looking like dog poo, it actually tastes quite a lot better than the others, but it might be yeah. just a sort of like a masochism thing. Like, I'm so disappointed to be putting something that looks like dog poo in my mouth that the taste of it <laughs> is, okay. is pleasant in comparison to the look. So, so you think it's good tasting medicine? <laughs> you're having well, there. I definitely wouldn't go that far. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. This, okay. this is the best one? one so far. It's the best one so far. Okay, we'll try vanilla flavor punch. This is the last one. While you're having this, let me just note that this protein squeezy that you're drinking right now has 11% of your daily intake of protein, but 17% of your daily intake of sugar. So, how, how do you so you wouldn't have 10 of them? No, no, you wouldn't. I don't think you're supposed to eat all four of these at once. No, no. Wait, wait, did you, mm. This is actually my favorite one, the vanilla one. Oh, what but it's you? like, you know, have smelt too many perfumes. I don't no. know. I hate them all. Okay. All right. I think the verdict, my final verdict on this one is that uh, we've heard smash, slam, punch. I'll suggest one more action word for Nutrigrain. Hurl. <laughs> Triple M, Radio Chaser. So I've got a bit of an update on the boa constrictor that's loose in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, in Sydney Southwest, now um, it did. Uh, it is sort of roaming around, um, and they are saying it is dangerous. You shouldn't approach it. Um, instead, just take a photo of it and put it on Instagram. Yeah. But um, some good news: um, it hasn't been made, been able to make its way into the city. Um, wanted to catch a train, but unfortunately. Um, they're all running late. So. Charles, oh, fill out God. that in the triplicate form immediately. You, <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness for our crap transport system. Radio Chaser on Triple M.